Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you for coming down tonight. Oh, no, it's okay, <laughs> really, thanks. We're really happy to be here tonight with Mr. Dave Irwin.
Dave Irwin. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. Oh, it's my uh, honor and pleasure. Well, Dave was on, uh, on the show quite early on before it was a podcast. Do you remember that? It was a long time ago. Well, you were there, man. You were there. No, I remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago, so I went here. I'm just, I just retired recently, so I was just, you know, pretending. <laughs> How is that? How's, how's retired life treating Well, you? actually, I just quit my job. I tell people oh. I retired. <laughs> I was a chemist for 30 years at uh, a local research laboratory, and, yeah. and uh, my, uh, my wife has uh, now shouldered the burden, uh, Heather, thank you, <laughs> and uh, she's going to let me uh, pursue my musical interests, yeah. which is really awesome, so, as long as I you know, do the dishes and cook. <laughs> <laughs> and your musical interests like uh, um, harmonica? and uh, uh, Well, I did, buy, I did buy a ukulele and yeah. a, a tin whistle. Oh, Lord. Since retiring. <laughs> <clears throat> you sure you should admit that? <laughs> I would like to master the tin whistle. <laughs> well, we, we've known Dave for, for a while here, quite a while. And uh, I have the, the pleasure of playing with him occasionally on, uh, at uh, the Sombra Brazilian Grill here in Madison. You play every Sunday and Thursday uh, at 6.30 there for, for the dining audience. Um, I feel really fortunate to have gotten um, a chance to play at that venue. It's a, it's a lovely uh, space. It's probably one of the most unique spaces in, in Madison, I think. Uh, uh, the food's great. The, yeah. uh, a lot of people. It's very popular. It's got a. It's actually got a real stage on it, and it's yeah. kind of got this dark, uh, almost like Havana kind of ambiance. And um, and I began studying uh, Brazilian and Latin music just on my own in, in, in my basement because I kind of grew up. My dad's a tenor sax player, and I grew up listening to you know Oh Ye Que Coisa Mais Linda, you know, yeah. and um, <clears throat> all that stuff, and uh, it kind of got into my blood. So I just started studying it and. Uh, and actually, Larry Stevens, yeah, my percussion player tonight. Mr. Larry Stevens uh, on the. And I, uh, we started off there with a, a group called Los Serenos del Norte, and then that transmogrified into me getting to play. Uh, they said, "Hey, you want to play your Brazilian stuff?" And I said, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> so, so then I've been there since they opened. Yeah. So. And, but you've done a lot of things. I mean, we could talk about some more of those as we go along here, but one of the things I know uh, you did for a long time was a, a great uh, Madison-based group called Wall of Sound. Kind of, the, what, what years were that? Through the 90s, for Boy, sure. Boy, it's, you know, uh, again, I've lost track. It was, yeah. it was a decade ago, but yeah. I was with them for at least 15 years. We had yeah. about a 12-piece band. We had two keyboard players, and six of us could sing. We had uh, trumpet, uh, barry sax, trombone, and a saxophone. Yeah, I mean, that's and, about as different as you could and, get from what you're doing now. Yeah, you know? I mean, uh, I was having hand problems. Actually, I'd been playing a lot of acoustic and classical guitar, and I got hand problems, and I, and I got into actually playing uh, electric again, and I played uh, in a, a big band mm -hmm. for about five years here in town, Jeff Peranto. And, and, um, and then that, from that, some of us met and formed the Wall of Sound, and then, and then we went on to you know learn great stuff like... <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> and yeah. and we played a lot. Of, we got to the point where we played so long that it almost became like a Vegas stage show, where we just had we knew exactly how to put the songs. It became just a show, right? And we knew how, exactly what was going to work, and and uh, so we had about four sets that we did that we knew would get the job done, right. and it right. was fun. 
Uh, but after, then it's, we started doing the same sort of things, and I really started to, my hand felt better, and I was getting really interested in, in learning how to play the guitar again. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is if you're in a band, you really, you play your part. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when uh, uh, I, I, I picked up a, a baby Taylor guitar, and I had that for about two years, because I was really curious, it was a, that's a small-sized guitar. Yeah. I played that for about two years, trying to take it real easy on my hand. Uh, and then my wife Heather actually bought me a ticket to uh, Winfield, Kansas, where the International Guitar Championships are, and it's a big bluegrass festival. And we can talk about that later. But, sure. but since since leaving that band, I began to pursue solo guitar. And uh, so my my roots are in 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 sort of there's a lot of different uh, sectors in the world of fingerstyle guitar, and mm-hmm. my yeah. sector is more of what you just heard is like a fingerstyle jazz. Uh, kind of things, sort of like some of the early predecessors would have been guys like Joe Pass, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they've handed off to guys today. Some of the, the really good guys are like Martin Taylor, yeah. Scottish guitarist, phenomenal guitar player. The yeah. idea of almost playing the guitar like a keyboard, right? I mean, you've got the whole thing going on. You have the chords, you have the, the bass, you have. That's what I. That's what I like about playing solo guitar. Number one, after being in a band, it's yeah. like. You want to rehearse today? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want? No, I, I got something else to do. You it's don't not a problem. Call anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, do, do you want to play this song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so it's just really easy if you can cover it all yourself in terms of the, the logistics. It's yeah. just you know. And then there's the challenge of trying to take a um, trying to take a piece like you know and learn how to play a Steely Dan piece uh-huh. on guitar. You know, so, and you can do it. I mean, there's people playing uh, anything you can imagine, yeah. on solo versions on guitar. And so I really get a kick out of uh, a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah well, de- definitely, well, well uh, when you do another song, we'll definitely talk about, about Winfield and that whole scene okay. coming up here. Um, so um, being on the show, we, one of our requirements is to play yeah. original stuff or <laughs> things we yeah. have. At, at any rate, so I thought, boy, uh, I, most of my repertoire that I, I write for is more of like, almost like a Paul Simon kind of stuff. I don't write that much stuff like this, but this is one that, that kind of works. And this one's kind of a, an opportunity for Larry to show what he's learned on congas. Asia. <laughs> uh, so this one I call Asia, A-X-I-A. It's a word that doesn't mean anything. And it's a, a song about, uh, about the things in life that uh, you might have missed, but you'll never know because you missed it, like you missed a bus, and that could have been your future wife on there, or, yeah. or, you, or you know, that sort of thing. So it's a made-up word. Um, so, uh. Thank you. 
you, you were talking about um, Steely Dan. Did you uh, work all that stuff out by ear, or have you tried looking at some of the transcription books and stuff? Well, for Steely Dan, mm -hmm. uh, I, I only know I, I only know one Steely Dan piece actually, and and uh, the the one that I know was arranged by a great player from uh, that lives in Nashville now by the name of Peter Huttlinger, and. Uh, Pete's just uh, one of the best fingerstyle players on, on the scene right now. He's got such a clean sound. He, d he does just a lot of books and arrangements. And for anybody who wants to get professional quality yeah. repertoire, uh, I'd recommend uh, his stuff. He also does a lot of simple stuff. He did a, a book on hymns for guitar, mm -hmm. uh, which are real pretty uh, stuff on a book on, uh, well, I'm kind of doing a commercial. <laughs> uh, well, you know, part but, of the reason why I asked about Steely Dan is because I've, I've looked at some of the books that have the, the piano parts in them and then they've got the guitar chords up top and you try to go through and play the guitar chords and you're like my hand can't move that way and oh <laughs> and um, they're very tough oh you know uh, a friend of mine that's going to come up and do a show with me or he actually did one before winfield this year a guy named jack wilson from chicago he's won like uh five guitar contests all inclusive guitar contests in chicago and this year at winfield he played uh, reeling in the years and uh, people were just falling over laughing because it was so spot on. It, it uh -huh. was, it was great. In fact, you should we should get him on your show. <laughs> okay. <He's>, okay. <laughs> we'll talk. Yeah. yeah. What about Mike Dowling? Did you spend some time? You know, I I've studied some of Mike's stuff, yeah. um, and uh, he's just his feel is as good as it gets. Yeah. Like, almost as good as yours. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, I, I, there's a great duet CD I'd recommend uh, that he does with uh, uh, Pat Donahue, the guitar player oh, yeah. on the Prairie Home Companion. Cool. And uh, it's um, uh, Mike plays uh, kind of a Nashville uh, steel guitar, I think, probably, and then uh, yeah. acoustic. And, and it's really kind of little bluesy swing things. It's, Tasty, cool. But I, you know, actually, he's got a, a house out in like Montana or yeah, something. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I'd love to go out there. And well, and actually, I think he has a podcast radio show out there, and they're talking about you right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure that's I hope not so. true. I mean, that's it's only fair. I mean, fair, fair airtime here. Um, do you want to do another talk to him? Oh, you know, I, I oh, yeah, yeah. one thing I just wanted to mention: the first song, "Black Sand," is by uh, another. Uh, acquaintance of mine, an internet acquaintance by the name of Jeff Linsky, who I wanted to mention because uh, he's, um, uh, actually he was a, uh, uh, is it, was Jeff Hickey recently? Yeah. Uh, he, Jeff Hickey, uh, Hinky. Hickey. Hickey. He, he knew him way back and we were talking together at a Harvey Reed show and he, he was telling me about going to uh, Jeff's shows yeah. and how yeah. he was just a, a virtuoso and he was an encyclopedic had knowledge of songs, and uh, he was a, he's an amazing player. But I called him up out of the blue and said, hey, can I play your tune on this show? He didn't know me. He, you know, he said, sure, man, go for it. And cool. So that's the kind of world that fingerstyle players are. Is they're just very gracious and supportive. And, and uh, I, you know, uh, wow, that, that's really very nice of him to allow me to do that. Yeah. So, so anyway, another tune. Yeah. yeah, let's do another tune and then definitely talk about uh, it. What were we thinking? Uh, oh, uh, guitar players like to... <laughs> My first guitar mentor was a great player from Chicago named Eric Lugash, and um, 
and this is one of Eric's uh, arrangements of a traditional called uh, collared aristocracy. Uh, Eric's a real national treasure man. He, he's got such a unique, authentic sound. Uh, I got to study with him some, and uh, uh, so um, I'm going to try to see if I can play this traditional piece. fiddle tune. Actually, uh, collared aristocracy. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how how I can do with it. <laughs> to New Orleans going on in there. It's like you got the whole second line. Eric calls thing. it a drunken Roomba. <laughs> I think. That's a good band name, Drunken Roomba. <laughs> I was in that band, but they kicked me off for drunkenness. <laughs> That's not fair. Mr. Larry Stevens on the on the Kungas and the percussion. We were talking before. Larry, thanks for joining us here, too. Um, interesting, you're, you're an art teacher now, at, right, at Middleton yeah. High School here near... Uh, a, right, near yeah, Madison, yeah. Um, but you started out on trumpet. Yeah, so cool. uh, I, uh, I've oh, been sorry. teaching. 
been teaching art for oh, this one here. I've been uh, teaching art for 18 years at Middleton, and uh, my music background goes back. Uh, I started uh, in middle school uh, on trumpet, and yeah. uh, I, I was also interested in a number of other instruments, but I, I really wanted to learn how to play piano, but my right. parents wouldn't let me uh, get a piano because there was no room in the house, and so uh, <laughs> uh, I ended up rescuing an old upright piano from uh, a church basement, uh, brought it home in the truck, and uh, kept it in the barn. So uh, in my uh, uh, four years in high school, I uh, taught myself how to play piano out in the barn, playing for the cows and the chickens. So uh, He plays so like Bill Evans, I'm telling you. And, uh, so nobody was around to tell me what not to play or yeah. how not to do it. So uh, uh, that's, that was uh, uh, kind of a side sidetrack off of trumpet. But, uh, and then I was in uh, uh, Drum and Bugle Corps for a while. I was in the Madison Scouts for a number of years. And then, yeah. uh, and then after that, I, I, I hung up the trumpet. And uh, about 15 years ago, uh, I got interested in hand percussion. Uh, in large part because I'm a sculptor and uh, I was interested in uh, different uh, traditional techniques for working with wood to create uh, to create different forms of drums. And yeah. uh, so, uh, about 15 years ago, uh, there was a drummer from Senegal named Dudu uh, Ndi uh, Rose who was here and uh, did a series of workshops over a period of about two weeks and uh, ended up uh, signing up to uh, participate in those workshops and uh, I've been hooked ever since. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, after that, I, I started studying with a number of different uh, drummers in town and, and uh, uh, have, have been pursuing it ever since. So. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever uh, attempted to make a, the, the, you know, where you use clay? <laughs> I, I, clay drum? I, I, clay I, drum. I, I do a lot. Of I work with clay uh, as a teacher, uh, mm -hmm. and I've made uh, some udu drums and things yeah. like that. That's uh, what they're but I've, uh, Primarily made a lot of uh, wood drums, so I've made uh, mm -hmm. different kinds of djembes and, yeah. and different uh, variety of different things over the years. Do you know? Do you know Enrique Rueda? I do. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought you might. Yeah. Sorry, a little inside there, <laughs> Enrique Rueda. Yeah. Okay. Look him up. Yeah, he's phenomenal. <laughs> Well, uh, well, let's talk a little bit about Winfield. Okay. Uh, Winfield, Kansas. So you wound up. In, uh, Heather got you down there to Winfield. Put you on a taxi. You wound up in the taxi. T it was very. Exp no, I'm sorry. Very long <laughs> Another ride. story. Uh, well, um, uh, it's there's there's two places that I know of that are sort of like the center of where acoustic guitar players go, and that's Winfield, Kansas, and the other place that. Uh, uh, Winfield is more of a, it's also a, a, a bluegrass festival, mm -hmm. um, acoustic music. Uh, uh, so almost everybody there has been going there since I think it started in I, I, like 70, you know, four or yeah. three, something, I don't know. When people have been camping there since then, they have the same campsites, the camps have names, everybody's musicians of some sort. And so you go down there for a week, you don't sleep, you just, you just play until you drop, and then when you wake up, you grab your instrument and start playing again. And then they have the, the, the national championships, all the acoustic instruments. And Is that the same event, though? I mean, the, the festival? Yep. And, and yep. The champ okay. Yep. That might maybe known more for the championships. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the world of uh, fingerstyle guitar, it's yeah. really the, the most famous. It's, it's like Wimbledon in tennis, yeah. I think. Uh, you know, it's really uh, because... Uh, I mean, it's not expensive to get into it, and, and the tradition is anybody can get into it, but you're, you know, if you get into it, you might be uh, playing, well, you'll be playing against the best players in the world, so, yeah. you know, it's really uh, 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 a really special place, and everybody's really nice, everybody supports each other, you learn there's all these different styles, and I, I've met everybody practically in those two spots that plays acoustic guitar that you see in magazines and recordings well, and, you, and, and you've had songs you, you had a song that actually uh, that won um, 
you were a finalist. They have a songwriting contest there, yeah. and I, I took second place in, in, in with one of my songs. I, I wrote in, in thanks great. to uh, to my uh, appreciation for getting to go down to Winfield, and um, and so it was a song that I wrote about Winfield, and uh, we'll, we'll get to that song yeah. later on. But I, I'll I'll explain a little bit about it now since we're talking about it, okay. but. Since everybody camps there, there's two camp areas. One's called the Pecan Grove and one's called the Walnut Grove. Now, um, I think it's the, oh boy, now I'm forgetting. Uh, I think it's the Walnut Grove where all the people like me that kind of used to be hippies in the 70s, well, you know, want to be hippies. We wore tie-dye and bell-bottoms at least and <laughs> well, white belts. And yeah. Well, you did take a shower <laughs> occasionally. So <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, those people grew up and got had families, and so they are, they're in the, the one campsite, and the other one are the ones that, that, that grew older but didn't grow up, and they yeah. still got VW buses and still doing all that stuff. And it's really like a, a walk so back in time. So which one were you in? Uh, well, you know, I was in the, 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 the adult one, the, the grown-up one. <laughs> but I went over to the other one. It was like a time. It was really a gas. But at any rate, so in my song, I, I, yeah. I refer to pecans and walnuts. And then it really is a place that's that's magical in that uh, it is a real there's a real spirit there of camaraderie, and friendship and m- music. Everybody there uh, you connect with because you know it's like I connect with you guys because you're musicians and we're, you know we're in the same space. Yeah. And it's really it's really comforting to be in the same space with four thousand people, you know. And yeah. so it's a lot of fun. And there's 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 a lot of camp. There's a campsite there that. That does traditional music called Carp Camp. That's unbelievable. You should go to the oh, YouTube and see Carp, Carp Camp. Camp. Yeah. Like a hundred Appalachian musicians, they they publish homework on the internet every year. Right. You I've learn. been to the website. I think it's carpcamp.net or something like that. C A R P E. See, yeah. And uh, like their the theme song is that newfound harmonium song that was in that. Uh, oh yeah, I know that song. Uh, and uh, I mean, they, they hammered dulcimers. I mean, it's. And if you win Winfield, one of the contests, you can go into the center of the circle at night with, and show up and say, I won. And you sit there and they'll play for you and then you play for them. But, oh, that's fine. And wow. it's, it's something else, I'll tell you. It, so, and there's, you know, there's a site that I hang out with that's called uh, Front Porch Radio. And they broadcast on the internet and people hang out there and jam. And that's more of a pop and jazz. I mean, there's all styles of music there. Yeah. So, um, Front Porch Radio. That's okay. uh, so, it's like a, so I designed my song. Um, uh, um, um, it, it's called Think About Going to Winfield and I have this thing called the road lick it starts with it goes like this so that's driving down the highway yeah. so now that's the, the bad part about it is that it's a, about a 12 hour drive there so the intro is like you, know, <laughs> you gotta get a cup of coffee I don't think we have time I wish we did I mean uh-huh. So, um, but anyway, so then I, at the, the end of the song, then I tried to incorporate just a simple, almost like uh, jam like Neil Young would do, the two chord thing that anybody in the campsite could jump in and, and, and then it's got a little section that's designed to be a sing-along. So, and we're uh, going to do that. And, and you get, we're all going to, we're going to try to do that song, yeah, I guess. Let's do it. So, Not right now though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Deferred, right? What, what well, were we thinking about doing next? Uh, oh. How much time do we have? Does <laughs> this have a... Uh, Plenty of time. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not... Sh- I'm almost afraid to do this tune because... Okay. Uh, I, I, I spent the... Mike Marshall was on your show, and I spent a whole summer listening to him play churros, and I arranged a churros tune, one of his... To- uh, 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 Brazilian clarinetist named uh, uh, Luis Americano. Okay. And so uh, I arranged one of his pieces, and... Uh, 
you know, I think I'm going to, it's really gotcha. off the charts. I'm going to save that one for the next time on your show. Are we going to do something together? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, I've got a friend that came and did a show with me from Sao Paulo uh, named Rick Udler, who graciously, uh, I said, Rick, can I play your song? And he said, music is supposed to be played, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, so this is off his album, uh, Papaya, and it's called uh, Amigo Palo. And uh, Rick is uh, the real deal. Uh, he's, he's just a, a great guy, a uh, great uh, songwriter and a, a great player. And uh, it's my pleasure and honor to be able to play this, this song. So Amigo Palo. And so we're going to see if we can do this together here.
Amigo Paulo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nice. That was fun. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> I need a, we need a little table here like the talk show hosts on TV have so we don't have to lean down and clip our, clip our pick board up. You know what I mean? Oh, good Lord. Clip your pick board? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, Larry Stevens, amazingly enough, you are from Cuba. Indeed, I am. City. Cuba City, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> Which is, uh, That's quite a bit different. Yeah, I know. But it's a, a great little town. I love Cuba City. You, you, you go down the main street there and all those presidents' names and uh, Or as we call it, the city of residents. <laughs> the city of residents. Where people live. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dave, where are you from? Well, that's easy. Middletown, Ohio. Middletown, Ohio. It's near Cincinnati. Oh. And uh, there you have it, town of 50,000. Well, I, I haven't been there. In, well, I, grew, I was there until I was 16 and yeah. came to Wisconsin. So it's either grown or gotten smaller. Yes. Did <laughs> <laughs> I just clear that up for everybody? <laughs> well, do you want to just play something else? We'll get a few more tunes in here. Um, Oh, you should we play together? Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, let's try that. Uh, uh, what, uh, let's try the uh, the Celticish kind okay, of sure. thing. Yeah. What's the What's the story on this? You know, um, I don't really know the story on this. Uh, again, this is uh, this is an arrangement by. Uh, it was put together by Pete Hulling. And Traditional uh, tune. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How do you pronounce it? Monaghan. I think it's Monaghan. Monaghan jig. So uh, let's just see what happens here. Uh, let's just go right into it. I'm gonna. Okay. One, two, three, four. Thank you. 
Mike and Jig. A la Dave Irwin. Uh, well. <laughs> nice arrangement. Well, we, we have time for uh, probably a couple more tunes. A couple more? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'll try to do a, a solo one. And uh, a lot of my... I'm, I get so used to playing duets and stuff, I don't really consider myself like a solo guitar player. I'm not like an entertainer. I, I really feel most comfortable in background situations where uh, I like to market myself as music that's really enjoyable to ignore. What do you mean? <laughs> ignore? No. That's so. not the best bumper sticker I got. <laughs> Actually, it really works for a lot of people. <laughs> so. Uh, Gotta be in the right headspace. But, so the first time I competed at Winfield, uh, I wanted to stick with my jazz roots. And uh, so I kind of took a hodgepodge of all my influences and I thought I would kind of do a jazzy blues thing. And, so I constructed this piece out of all the remnants of 30 years of playing jazz guitar. And a lot, um, I was trying to think of a name for it, and one day, my, my, uh, that day that I was trying to think of a name for it was a dance lesson for my daughter, Indy. And she's eight years old now. And uh, she, so um, I said, we're going to dance lesson. And I, and I said, have you practiced? No. I said, well, maybe we should do something because she's pretty young. I said, let's try balancing. So I stood on one foot and put my arms out. So let's try balancing. And she goes, oh, dad, that's tricky. So this tune is, that's tricky. <laughs> and uh, it, it is. Thank you. 
tricky. So, uh, maybe people do realize it when they listen to, to this, how difficult it is. But it's freaking hard it is. <laughs> it uses actually the full range, it uses the lowest note, and almost yeah. one fret from the highest yeah. note. <laughs> you got a good guitar there. Yeah. This is made by uh, a great friend of mine, Steve Hicks. Uh, uh, lives in the London area. Uh, Steve's, you, well, you've seen Steve play. He's yeah. another one of those wonder kinds. And he's had some success now with Glenn, um, uh, I mean with uh, Lynn Gilborn. Uh, they're doing a duet now and they just toured Germany. And uh, he was excited because they had like a tour bus. And <laughs> wow. Uh, he stayed with me six weeks last summer and we had a gas. Um, um, if we have time, I could do one of his arrangements. We've got, I think we have time for one more. Oh, well, let's, shall we do the Winfield tune then? Well, we'll leave, uh, he, he, uh, we'll do that. We'll have to have we'll you just back. Just take a note of the two that we're going to do next time. Okay. <laughs> but also, I mean, you don't have a web, website yet. I do not. Um, you can, uh, if you want to get a hold of me for uh, any kind of uh, yeah. background music, <laughs> uh, you can reach me. I have an unusual uh, email address. Yeah. Um, Remember the show Maverick? Yeah. The, the character was, was Brett Maverick? Yeah. Well, I'm Fret Maverick. Uh, One word, uh, small letters, F-R-E-T-M-E-R-S-E-K. I forgot about Brett. I, I, that's why that's that good. makes more sense now. So I'm Fret Maverick at Yahoo.com. He was just Maverick to me. I... <laughs> and uh, so, but yeah. But you're probably posting some things good. up at some point, right? YouTube or, or some audio. Well, I, like I, I just... I just Quit my job, <laughs> and uh, so, so on. Sky's the limit, sort of. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm, I'm. I've never tried to, to, to do anything really seriously with music, and so on. Now I'm slowly, incrementally, hoping to make some recordings and yeah. write and, and make, get a presence and, 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 and just have fun. You know, yeah. like, like for me, this is as much fun as I need to have. I mean, this is great. You know, thanks, guys. Oh, God. well, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, everybody knows who you are, Dave. <laughs> Dave Irwin, I-R-W-I-N, Fret Maverick at Yahoo.com. Did I yeah, get that right? That's right. All right. So um, um, when I write a song, I just write it, and then I never have pay any attention whatsoever to what key I write it in, and then I'm stuck with singing it. So this is called <laughs> ratting yourself out. This is a bit high for me. So this is thinking about going to Winfield. This yeah. is to all my Winfield buddies. I, I love them all. Love the place, and uh, let's see what happens here. Okay.
Mr. Dave Irwin, thank you so much for coming. Larry Stevens on the percussion. Thank you all for coming down to Mad Toast Live. We're here every Tuesday night, 701 East Washington Avenue in Madison, Wisconsin. You can catch our pad podcast on madtoastlive.com. Our podcast. Something like that. You, you know what I'm talking Whatever. about. In the uh, uh, podcast directory of iTunes, you can hear us live on uh, WRT 89.9 FM here in Madison every Friday night at midnight. Special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound. And uh, to all of you for coming out tonight and all of our listeners. Thank you. Thank you.